0: Hey everyone, it's Michelle and Brandy and this is Spooky Shit. So this week we are going to be talking about some road rage incidents.
1: Uh, I'm going to start off by talking about Nabra Hausanen and I'm going to talk about William Bo Kirk.
0: Warning, this episode may contain graphic details. Listener discretion is advised but first how are you brandy i'm good how are you well okay that wasn't good enough
1: you don't have oh any- damn okay well. <laughs> didn't you do your family thing yeah i saw my family it actually th- turns out okay that i was wrong i've just haven't seen him over like two years
0: oh okay holy shit
1: yeah because because they were like oh he's turning two this year i was like Oh, shit. Been I mean, last year was COVID and we didn't see him at all. And I was kind we of saw wondering. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but yeah, and then I found out that Philippi's, my family has been going to Philippi's
0: mm-hmm.
1: since like the, the 1970s. <gasps> oh my God, just like half a century. Like dead ass. I guess my grandma um, went there like right after they got married. Like oh. her and my, my grandpa. yeah. So, yeah, like, the the 70s. That's so cute. Like, yeah, they went there after they got married. And then my I said my mom went there after they got married, too. Why didn't you want Hilarious? I don't know. I was like, damn, we broke the tradition. You did. <laughs> One of your siblings, if they end up
0: getting married, is going to have to do it now. <laughs> True. <laughs> There's still time. But, yeah, that, it was cool. It was good to see them. Did you build some strong family bonds?
1: No. Oh, <laughs> Damn, hopefully they don't listen to this. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just well, we just spent most of the time at the restaurant. Yeah, I think it was like ten of us. Jeez. And then we went to like a park that's like, not even like maybe like five minute walk. Okay. And we took um my little cousin, and he's he loved the swings. He didn't want to oh, get off. Oh, that's and so he was cute. cute. He's cute. But yeah, I mean, we did talk a little bit, just kind of catching up and. Mm-hmm. Talking about other family members that we haven't seen in a while too. Gossiping. Yeah. But that's hopefully like that's part of family stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Gossiping, knowing all the cheese meh. Oh yeah. But um actually in November we're planning to like see them again and hopefully spend more time with them.
0: Oh cool. That's fast.
1: Yeah. Oh it's because my cousin's <laughs> <laughs> my cousin's um birthday. Well, we kind of do that like we'll go like a few years without talking to each other or like seeing each other or mm-hmm. we talk here and there and then we'll see each other and then it will be like a lot in a row and then again like another two so years. weird <laughs> it's it's weird it's, it's always been like that though since i was younger I mean, whatever works um but yeah in, in november it's my cousin's birthday and so oh, they're gonna cool. have a little party it's gonna be like only family nice and, like, some of my family lives in Arkansas. Oh, that's so far. Yeah, it's, like, a, a random ass state, too. I didn't know but... people lived there. Yeah, sorry, well... anyone
0: listening from there. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, my uncle, well, yeah, my uncle, his wife, and his daughter. And then it's my grandma and my grandpa. And then I found out that my aunt also moved over there, too. Oh, Just wow. like all, almost all of my dad's side of the family, besides one uncle and his wife, were over here.
0: It's so weird that they moved out there from like San Diego. Yeah, right. So many people want to live here, and they're like, let's go to Arkansas. I, I think mean, it's because
1: my, my grandpa's always lived over there, and he has uh, money.
0: Oh, so they're like, let's follow the money. Yeah. <laughs> and it's probably cheaper to live there, too, actually. I, I think so. I think most places I are cheaper. I don't really have
1: a relationship <laughs> with my grandfather, though really mm-hmm.
0: do you guys like Do you, when's the last time you spoke to him
1: brandy's face right now is <laughs> it's been years yeah at Whoa. least at least 10 years <gasps> i'm pretty sure more wow yeah you don't talk too much yeah no <laughs> i mean besides the he doesn't speak any English and I suck at Spanish like I, I mean I could hold a conversation yeah but I don't Wouldn't know it's a just good weird conversation. like there was there was never any kind of relationship so it's like what am I gonna talk to you about like you obviously don't care about us
0: yeah there's some family members I
1: like never talk
0: to whenever I see them I'm like I don't really know what to say now yeah
1: <laughs> that's kind of how it is with him and he has um because he actually supposedly every time he talks to my dad Mm-hmm. Or he's in contact with my dad. He'll send us like a letter or something, and be like, "Oh, this is from your dad." Well, because my dad sends him like all of his drawings and stuff, and like, oh yeah, he saves all of that stuff, and he'll like, oh. it just shows how like how out of touch we are because he literally like sent us the same drawings. And I know my dad like has way more than that, but he sends him like he sends us like the same five ones. Oh and no! And we're like, oh, we already have a copy of this. <laughs> but cool thanks but thanks now we have two <laughs> yeah but yeah november i think we're gonna go to disneyland fuck yeah oh my god yeah well because my family they're gonna go instead of like having a dinner or whatever for thanksgiving mm-hmm. um they're gonna go to disneyland oh uh, that's awesome and my my birthday is like the day before so
0: It's Ted Bundy's birthday thing too, right? Uh, Yes. I'm I'm always (laughs) going to remember you saying that now that we do this podcast. (laughs) Fun fact. (laughs) Fun fact. Brandy shares a birthday with a serial killer. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah. He's just way older than me. Just slightly older. (laughs) Slightly older. But, yeah, that was my weekend. Just kind of hung out with family. Respect. A little bit. And then Sunday... I don't think we did anything. I think we just stayed home.
0: Oh, okay. Well, lazy day. I feel you. I love lazy days. My weekend was the opposite of a lazy day. It was (laughs) my sister's bachelorette party. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So it was fun at first. (laughs) (laughs) I don't drink. I should start out with that. And I don't like spending the night with a lot of people. So I was driving an hour there and an hour back every day. For three days in a row. And uh, the first night was like fun. We like went and got dinner. And then we went dancing at this bar place. I'm getting COVID tested tomorrow. Because I was like oh my god. Why was I dancing at a bar? Feeled a little dumb about that one. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) it was like all fun. And I got back at like one in the morning. And I was like oh it's such a good day. I'm excited for tomorrow. But Saturday was like the worst day of my life. So (laughs) it started out fine. We were doing wine tasting and it was okay. I don't drink wine. So I was just, I was giving it to my sister, Sheree, who's getting married at first. And then Leah, ever the greedy one, was like, why don't I get your drinks? So I started giving her my drinks and she got very, very drunk. And we got back to the hotel and they had a two like water slides there. Okay. Before we even went to the pool, I actually started getting in a shitty mood because, oh, this is a, every experience hanging out with drunk people. I don't know if you're around groups like this, Brandy. But you're like, we're going to do something. And everyone's like, yeah, we're going to do it. And then they just sit there for an hour doing nothing and just talking loudly about how they're going to do the thing. And I'm like, can we just go to the fucking pool already? I literally took a video and sent it to Robert. And it was just my leg. Well, you could just hear everyone in the background like yelling about Ram stuff. And I'm like, just waiting to go to the pool. <laughs> but Damn. then it, Then it was finally there. We were finally going to the pool. They had two water slides. Um, A bunch of us went on them once. We switched and went on the other ones. And then me and Leah were like, let's go third time because these water slides are fucking fun. Me and Leah went on the water slide the third time. Leah, in order to like fucking, I don't know, she like didn't want to land Weird. Oh, you're smiling. I bet you already know what happened. Leah yeah. <laughs> Leah landed and scraped her knee and her foot on the bottom of the pool cuz she's a fucking fool and she was drunk and it was like, sorry. I mean, I mean, you've heard worse stuff on this. There was like a chunk of flesh missing from her foot basically, and it was nasty. And she was just, like, drunk, and I had to, like, turn into her mom, even though I didn't want to be. I wanted to pass her off to my sister, who's a nurse, but she was also drunk and not really caring about Leah. And I was like, Leah, when you go wash off your leg, she was, like, bleeding. And she just kept, like, walking, and being like, it's okay, it's fine. And then she'd run and be like, ow, it hurts. (laughs) And I was just like, okay. (laughs) And I was trying to take her to, like, the little shower area to wash it off. And we were walking, she's like... I need to FaceTime Jesus. Jesus is her boyfriend, uh, Brandy's brother-in-law. And I was like, you could FaceTime Jesus after we wash it off. She's like, I need to see Shadow. Shadow's her puppy. And I was like, bro, we have to fucking wash it off first. And then we went to wash it off and I was getting so annoyed because she was just standing with her foot under there acting like a baby. And she was just like, ow, Michelle, it hurts. And I was like, yeah, you have a, like a, a chunk of flesh missing. What do you expect? And then we went back and she was just FaceTiming them and she was crying and like kept showing her leg, which we grabbed toilet paper for to cover it up. In hindsight, I didn't think about this at the time, but they definitely had like medical things that we could go get like Neosporin, but we didn't think about it. I just rinsed it off.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she was just like crying and kept lifting it up to show Jesus and kept talking about how it hurt. And I was like, yeah, it's going to hurt because like You have an open wound and, like, a breeze is hitting it. Like, you have to cover it. And she just kept being, like, babe, look. And just pointing it back at her leg. And I'm like, bro, do you even want to feel better? (laughs) And then she kept telling (laughs) me.
1: (laughs) She goes, huh. You can't reason with the drug person.
0: I hated it. It was so annoying. And she kept saying, Michelle, do you want to see shadow? And I was like, you keep showing me shadow. And I wanted to leave. so bad and she just kept being like it's okay i'm fine and then i'd be like are you sure and then she'd like almost start crying and be like ow and i was just like bro <laughs> oh my god and then like i went to go hang out with my older sisters because leah assured me she was fine and they were just as drunk and like the guys like are like not much younger than our dad i'm probably exaggerating but guys there were like 50 kept coming over and like hitting on them low-key and it was just fucking weird and i didn't like it and they were just kind of like talking to each other and talking about like weirdly deep stuff at a bar and i was just zoning out staring at little bees and there's just a lot of bees there i don't know (laughs) i think think by then but i was already getting into my weird depressive mood (laughs) so that was fun my oldest sister was like eating nachos, so her hands had like, as she called it, slobber on them, because she was licking off the cheese and this guy tried to shake her hand and she told him and he licked his fingertips and put out his hand and they shook hands and I was like, I'm out. And that's when I left them. Ew. I was like, I'm not gonna fucking shake this man's spit fingers like that's disgusting. So then I went back to Ew. Leah and her injury started bleeding again on her foot. So then I convinced her that we needed to go up to the hotel room and she needed to wash it off after she Facetime Jesus again. <laughs> she really needed to update him on the situation.
1: Poor Jesus. I know. He's
0: just playing games. He's like, wow, yeah, that looks like it hurts. Wow. (laughs) And Shadow's just, (laughs) Leah kept having him point at their dog. And then she'd just say, Shadow. And he'd just start tilting his head. And she's like, Michelle, look at him. And then she'd just say, Shadow. And I was like, this is the worst day of my life. What is happening right now? But I was able to convince her to go upstairs and the day was slightly better for a little bit because while Leah was showering, I was eating chips in a hotel room and I called Robert to talk shit about everyone, basically. And then we went back to the pool and we were going to all get dinner. So we gathered everyone up like a bunch of stray cats. And it was the thing again where it took like 10 minutes to get run upstairs because they were like, I want dinner, but I want to sit here and talk about it first for 10 minutes. <laughs> and then <laughs> when we finally started going... We heard people banging on a window and I thought it was someone in our group and we looked up and it was a grown man laughing, opening up his towel to fucking flash us. And that Ew. upset me. I like almost started crying because I've i never had anyone do that to me. I was like, this sucks. <laughs> I was already having a bad day. And then there's like a sexual predator in the hotel. Come on. And uh, there's also like had been kids like walking back and forth the entire time too. So thank God they didn't see. But security, I guess, saw them and security wasn't going to do shit whenever we told them about the flasher. They were like, oh, yeah, we shined our flashlight at him so he'd know, hey, knock it off. And we're like, oh, cool. Sounds like you guys were really, really getting on him to stop. I guess they went and spoke to him. They did not kick him out. And they asked if he wanted to press charges, but no one wanted to actually like go and deal with that. So we just said no. And yeah, that was bullshit. That put me in a worse mood. And then dinner was just annoying because everyone was being loud and drunk. And I don't like when people are loud and drunk. It stresses me out. And on the way home, I cried for like 30 minutes. (laughs) I was like, this sucks. And someone was supposed to go play blackjack with me. And no one would. And that was the worst part.
1: (laughs) So when you're drunk, you don't think clearly. You're just like,
0: woo, this is fun. I know. And they told me, they're like, after dinner, we'll go gamble with you. After dinner, you know what they said as we were paying? Man, I'm so tired. I can't wait to go to sleep right now. And I was just like, you fucking liars. That was the only thing I was still looking forward to. (laughs) And then the next day was just okay. I don't remember any of it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) we We went to a spa and Leah put her nasty foot in more public pools. And her foot got infected. She's on antibiotics now. (laughs) It's gross. Uh, We should have asked the medical people there. I didn't think that they'd have it. I don't know. But it was a fun weekend. It's fun. Yeah, my first and ever bachelorette party I'm ever going to. Guarantee that. (laughs) (laughs) It took up like my entire therapy session whenever I had therapy on Tuesdays. So like the entire time just talking about this goddamn party. <laughs> and she was she was even like, wait, it was more than one day? Most of them are just one night. And I was like, It was three days. It was <laughs> brutal. Yeah, yeah. That's that like was pretty long. It was so long. And I'm just glad I didn't stay the night because I probably would have gotten more annoyed. But yeah. Sorry, that was more than you bargained for whenever you asked how I was going, but (laughs) Jesus Christ, that was a lot. (laughs) That's okay. You got to get it Uh, off your chest. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, some good news. I think maybe I said last week how I got my first picture from a neighbor in Animal Crossing. Oh, yeah. I think I said that. I got my second one. I don't know if you said it in the
1: podcast, but I already told Okay,
0: well, yeah, that's the thing. I got a neighbor's picture on Animal Crossing. And you have to be, like, fucking best friends with these hoes for a month to get their picture. And I just got my second one. And I was able to get the first one and move out for someone else. So I actually felt really guilty. I, like, went in and he had a bunch of boxes. And I was like, I'm sorry, Mac. And Robert was like, oh, you suck. You're a psychopath and all this shit. And I was like, oh, my God. So mm, how uh, rude. R.I.P. my friendship with Mac the dog and soon to be Huck the frog whenever I could kick Mm -hmm. him out. He's out. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's uh, that's my life right now. Animal Crossing and drunk people. It's fine. I
1: feel. (laughs) Anything else before we start? I mean, I'm just tired and I have to go for a walk after. (laughs) Oh, you're like putting it off. (laughs) yeah no let's take our time well it's because like i agreed like we'll go i told you like we'll go on walks but after the sunset or like when it's getting darker like um darker yeah how have they been going good we've actually been going on every day all day i mean every day day. (laughs) i mean every day that's good we haven't gone on a walk in a while i need to be more like you But yeah, i actually been listening to another podcast. What's it called? Um, called I.E. and Friends. Oh, I haven't heard of it. It's a group of, like, these three dudes. They're buddies. They're friends. <laughs> buddies, friends, on the pal. I.E. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they're really funny. They're just, talk- they talk, like, it's more personal stuff or, like. Oh, okay. Just, like, random topics and stuff like that. But, like, they actually had a guest on their most recent episode and he just I don't know just like he he, he could deadass be a motivational speaker like just like everything he was saying I was like damn like this dude is wise <laughs> as hell and he's like our age but he Were you like, motivated yeah he literally <laughs> motivated me and I'm like I was talking to Larry's cause we we have been struggling with our weight for a while mm-hmm. and like we always talk about how like you know we hate it and like we wanna like lose weight but we don't actually do anything it's just you know we just talk I feel you (laughs) and like I don't know he just kind of motivated and shit he was saying and I was like you know what like I gotta just do it like like even if it's small like even if it's he's like as long as you do it he's like you can go to the gym do one push up and go home but as, as long as you like like go and you start building that habit of, like, going.
0: Mm-hmm. I've so, heard hear stuff me? like that. Like, people talking about how before they started working out, they would just go and drive to the gym every day. Just to, like, get in the habit of it. Because they didn't have the motivation to actually work out. Mm-hmm. And I should, I should do that shit. I put my gym membership on hold because that's how much I've not been going.
1: <laughs> I never did that. I've been paying for it for, no! like, years. Brandy, no! And I haven't. It's because I was even too lazy to go cancel it because you had to cancel it in person.
0: Oh, you should have taken advantage of COVID for that and called them.
1: I'm oh, like, i like, I'm
0: sick. <laughs> I need to cancel it.
1: I mean, they even they like paused my payments during COVID, but. Okay. Like right after they opened up again, they started charging me again. <laughs> oh, no. Are you going to start going to the gym? I am. Like, I, I was talking to Larissa because. We just both, you know, we want to do better, we want to get better, and mm-hmm. it's going to suck because I like to sleep, but yeah, I just, I personally just, you know, I want to work on myself, so we agreed, like, now every morning before work, like, we're going to go even just for a little bit.
0: Whoa, in the morning, too? You're bold. Yeah. You're bold, Brandy.
1: <laughs> but I think only during the week, I think during weekends, yeah. I'm like, nah, I want to sleep in, bro, like. Oh, yeah, <laughs> fuck that. But yeah, I mean, cause he was talking about it. This guy, uh, his name's Raven Harris, mm-hmm. but he was just talking about like you know, getting up early, you know, like doing like a small task of doing your bed, you know, that's that's a win, like just yeah, little yeah. stuff like that. Like I'm like, damn, like you know, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're like I need to do better. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I need to do better, and I mean, I've always talked about like how I want to lose weight and do better but like i i just have no motivation
0: oh i don't either the other day i was looking up liposuction and being like how much is that because <laughs> i'm like if i could just start from a
1: blank slate maybe then i'll be better i mean i just am very lazy Same. I mean, besides being super depressed but same <laughs> i mean i feel like that's what makes me lazy oh yeah it definitely does but like yeah even to go on a fucking walk i'm like uh, oh. Oh, I
0: feel you so much. That's why we haven't been going on walks is I've been like too lazy and I don't like feeling sweaty and stuff. But I like, I keep having like little epiphanies. Like the other day I was laying in bed and I was like, wow, I really only have like this one body for the rest of my life. And if I don't take care of it, I could die early. And then like today I had french fries for lunch. So like that didn't last
1: long. (laughs) That's the thing I struggle with too. Cause it's like, I love food. I know. I think we both need to find a balance. I'm not going to
0: balance. I'm all or nothing, like, eating it all unhealthy. And I'm like,
1: ugh. Yeah, well, because I just have a very negative mindset, too. And I'm like, fuck it. Like, whatever. I'm going to eat what I want. I'm going to die happy. That's what I used (laughs) to say. Oh, my God. (laughs) But, like, I'm starting to realize, like, I really wouldn't die happy cuz I'm not happy with myself.
0: Yeah, and you wouldn't want to die young due to like heart
1: disease or something and been like, "Oh True. shit." Um, I actually went to the doctors? Well, it was a while ago. Okay. They actually told me I was pre-diabetic. <gasps> oh no. And I was like, "Oh fuck." <laughs> Yikes. Are you, are you going to start working on trying
0: to get that under control?
1: I mean, I have I did cut back on a lot. Oh, that's good. Not, I mean, I didn't completely cut off, but I like did <laughs> cut back a bit. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we're gonna start Monday, start afresh. fresh. Yay! So wish That's me luck. Cool. I really, it's gonna be hard, but I, I just, you know, I'm kind of over, like, beating myself up. That then way? I, I'm just gonna go for it.
0: Brandy, you fucking motivate me. Should I reinstate my gym membership? <laughs> Well, whenever I like got the COVID vaccine, I got it because I found out that technically,
1: okay, I think that BMIs are bullshit. Let's start off that. Oh Yeah, I, the the whole thing at the doctors, is that usually like that whole range, I think it's yeah. dumb.
0: Yeah, because they told me I'm obese,
1: <laughs> which is oh, sh-
0: kind of a fucking joke. Whenever I look in the mirror, I feel like I'm very like average size. Mm-hmm. So I hate that they told me that because in high school, I, I never had like an eating disorder or anything, but I had very low self-esteem. And I was like, now, why would you guys make me overthink my body type now? <laughs> yeah, so, actually, in
1: high school, I've always yeah. thought I was overweight too. Uh huh. And I remember my doctor; she was the sweetest. Oh. Um, she was actually. You think she was like you think you're overweight? I was like, yeah. And she was like, no, you're actually like in the range. And I was like, oh. no, I'm not. <laughs> Yeah, but be but then I got is fucking married stupid. and then it went to shit. It I... ruined my life. Alaris <laughs> <laughs> is
0: gonna listen like what the fuck. Got into a relationship. I did gain a lot of weight whenever I got into a relationship. I will say that. If you guys ever want to come over after work and go on walks with us, let me know. <laughs> when it's not 80 degrees though because yeah, fuck that. that.
1: Um... <laughs> well, Yesterday because it was kind of cloudy and rainy we were like nice. as soon as we got home we were like let's go now. And I was like okay. And then we go, and it's fucking, like, the park we were at was the only place that was, like, sunny and hot. Ugh, that's so I was annoying. like, yo, what the fuck? Because I could literally see in the sky, like, towards where we live. hmm And it was all cloudy still. I was like, what the fuck? Kind of bullshit?
0: <laughs> and it was nice over here, too. I almost asked Robert if I could join him on a run. But then last second, I was like,
1: maybe not. I
0: don't know. <laughs> I regret it. I should have. It felt nice. And I was like, I wouldn't mind in this weather. I just hate being sweaty and i hate the showering after
1: yeah i hate being yeah i hate being sweaty just i just hate like i hate being like that's the main reason i don't we both talked about this we hate being hot i hate being hot i hate being sweaty and then i get stinky and i hate it (laughs) and i hate being stinky (laughs) you understand me i do (laughs) it's just i hate it but yeah that's my goal
0: well nice Hopefully we both get our health under control. Now I'm feeling motivated. I need to go on a walk. Let's get this podcast over with. I need to walk. (laughs) Let's do this.
1: All right. Now to the story of Nabra. I I apologize if I mispronounce her her name. Okay. Yeah. Nabra Hassanen. Okay. That sounded good. So Nabra was a 17-year-old Muslim-American girl from Reston, Virginia. She was a victim of road rage gone too far. Some argue it wasn't even road rage, but I'll leave that up to you. <laughs> Islamophobia, I'm guessing,
0: or Islamophobia. Yeah,
1: I don't. I, I read it somewhere, but I forgot which one it is. This?
0: I know. I guess I don't know how to pronounce it. It's one of those words that I read and never say out loud.
1: <laughs> Me, it's yeah, I can't read. <laughs> i can't speak either so it's fine <laughs> i can't read can't pronounce words you just have to mumble rap your entire yeah, story like, <laughs> i'd be good at that because i do mumble a lot You're like, <laughs> sometimes right. when i'm listening to the podcast like our podcast mm-hmm. and i'm like i hear like me talking and i'm like bro what the fuck did i just say <laughs> i feel like sometimes editing and i'm just like I, I sometimes
0: you say stuff and I'm like, oh, I didn't hear you clearly. I'll hear it when I'm editing, and I'm editing, and I'm like, still don't hear you. I don't
1: know what <laughs> I said. I know. I guess I should like try to what's the word like enunciate? Yeah, enunciate, enunci- yeah. uh, enunciate, enunciate. Don't make
0: me overthink oh. this right now. I'm no, I don't know either. This sheesh. Cis- sheesh. Cis- sheesh.
1: I had a speech problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Oh my god. Anyways, so Nabra was about to start her junior year at South Lakes High School in Reston. Um, as I mentioned earlier, Nabra was Muslim and she was actually murdered during Ramadan. Oh, yeah. Um, for those who don't know, Ramadan is the ninth month of the Islamic calendar where for the whole month they fast, pray, reflect, and community. Like they're just... Come together.
0: One of our old coworkers, uh, she—I don't think she was very religious, but she came from like a Muslim background. And I remember during Ramadan, like at lunch, she was like, "Oh no, I'm fasting. I can't." And then literally the very next day, she started eating lunch. She was like, "I couldn't make it." And I'm like, "It's day two. What do you mean?"
1: <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, they actually are like they have—they can eat, but just they can't eat from. Dawn to sunset. Yeah. But they usually have a meal before dawn, which is referred to as the... Sue her? I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. And then a night meal, which is referred to as a iftar.
0: Okay. I'm pretty I sure I butchered called.
1: that. I'm sorry.
0: That's how you pronounce it. I'm convinced. <laughs>
1: <laughs> On June 18th, 2017, Nabroa and 15 of her... Teenage friends were at the All Duels Area Muslim Society Center Mosque. Very long name.
0: Yes, it is. Um, they massive. do
1: abbreviate it to the Adams Center Mosque.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a lot faster.
1: Um, but yeah, I guess during Ramadan, many mosques hold late night prayers and people eat their pre-dawn ma- meal before their fast begins. Oh, cool. But yeah, so Nabra and approximately... Fifteen of her friends all walked to a nearby McDonald's to grab a bite to eat before their fast. Some teens were walking while others were riding bikes. Um, there was also boys and girls; it wasn't just girls. Okay. They were walking on the road and sidewalk, like it was like pretty sure like half and half type thing. Yeah. Um, along the Drainsville Road in Fairfax County, when a man in a red car drove up and confronted the group. One of the male teens argued with the man, who then drove his car up onto the curb. Witnesses say he tried to run them over. (gasps) Also, it was like three in the morning. It was between three and four. What the fuck is he getting so angry about? Right? I'm guessing it must have been something... The teens said, but that's still a mystery. Like, I don't know what was said.
0: Yeah. Like, what even was his problem that he was like, oh, better roll down my window to say something to these children.
1: I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I he could said anything. Ugh. But yeah. The group of teens, obviously terrified, all ran off back towards the Atom Center. The man pulled off into a nearby parking lot where he got out of his car with a baseball bat, and chased the teens down. (gasps) He managed to reach Nabra, and he hit her with the bat and put her in his car and drove off. Wait! Oh my god. What the fuck?
0: So he just is gonna kidnap the teenage girl?
1: I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So the rest of the teens made it back to the mosque and alerted adults. The Fairfax County police started searching for her right away. Her body was found floating in a pond around 3 p.m. The police then noticed a suspicious car in the vicinity and arrested the driver. Oh. I guess the car was suspicious because it was literally just circling around the area. Oh, and creepy. They like noticed bloodstains in the car. So they were like, uh, sketch. What the fuck? But yeah, the driver turned out to be 22-year-old Darwin Martinez Torres. Darwin was an undocumented immigrant from El Salvador who worked in construction. According to the medical examiner, Nabra died of blunt force trauma to her upper body. Uh. That's all it said. But it turned out that he had been so enraged over the argument, he took Nabra to another location where he sexually assaulted and killed her. Dude, Darwin was charged with second degree murder. Jesus, Um, Nabra's death was actually widely assumed to be an anti Muslim hate crime. Yeah, but police didn't think so.
0: Is it possible that maybe it still was and they just
1: I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, we'll just wait towards the end. Oh no, okay because i mean i feel like we'll we'll talk about it after okay but yeah in um the Fairfax County Police Chief Edwin Rosler Jr told the media that they quote had absolutely no evidence showing that the killing of Nabra was caused by a hate crime they literally even tweeted like the next day after like her death mhm that they are not investigating the attack as a hate crime. It appears that the suspect became so enraged at, over this traffic argument that it escalated into deadly violence. That seems weird. It is weird. But then I also saw in like that they did say that there was no evidence, but that they were like still investigating, and that if there was new evidence, that they would obviously like take Look the appropriate it. actions okay so they didn't like completely cut it out but they were just saying as of now like we aren't investigating it as a hate crime because there's no evidence
0: yeah because it seems like really fast to decide oh it's mm-hmm. not a hate crime we know for sure i'm like what
1: and i <laughs> mean I, day. Did, I don't think i wrote it down but i did read that they made that decision because of the argument That Darwin had with one of the teens. There was like no type of like. Like hate slurs. You know what I mean? I just think it's weird because
0: it's. He didn't like abduct the teen. That he was arguing with. He took one of the girls. Because he was too far. That's true. He just took whoever he could get.
1: Yeah. (sighs) Fuck that's sad. Very. But. I don't know. But I guess that's why they made a decision. Because like. There was no evidence like there was like because I feel like you would know if someone's racist. like they would obviously be saying some shit. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. On October 16th, 2017, a Fairfax County grand jury indicted Darwin on eight counts, including capital murder and rape. Whoa. Um, prosecutors um, even sought the death penalty. Darwin's defense attorneys filed a report that stated he was, quote, likely intellectually disabled, and that further evaluations should be held to determine whether he had the mental capacity to face the death penalty. But yeah, the motion was filed in May uh, 2018, mm-hmm. and it listed issues such as significant co- cognitive limitations poor memory, severely impaired judgment, and functional illiteracy. His attorneys have even been quoted saying that, quote, Darwin is the most impaired defendant we have ever represented at trial. What? Yeah. Whoa. It's like damn. Okay. Um, I also read this in just one article, so I'm not, like, sure how true it is but that when everything happened, he was actually under the influence. And they oh. estimate that he had, like, about 13 to 16 drinks.
0: <gasps> Fuck, that's a lot. So,
1: yeah. Um, They also said that he had a very low IQ due to trauma from his childhood upbringing in El Salvador. Mm-hmm. Police also discovered that several days before Nabra's murder, a woman who was being treated at the emergency room of a hospital in La London County which is like pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um had told a representative of CPS, Child Protective Services that Darwin had punched, choked and sexually assaulted her. <gasps> she also told them that Darwin was supposedly a member of the international criminal gang MS13. What? That's so random that is so random what the fuck um but yeah i guess police were unable to find any credible information or like that he had been affiliated with them at all so yeah (laughs) i kind of feel like that
0: was kind of maybe he fucking said that to her when he was attacking her like trying to seem hardcore (laughs) maybe
1: or she said that so they would like take her seriously that's true yeah Um, But yeah, during his trial, Nabra's family and community rose up to the injustice. Um, It was actually kind of started like a whole thing, but the Adams Center Mosque told the public in a statement that the community was devastated by the killing, saying it's time for us to come together to pray and care for our youth. They also said that um, we are confident that the That justice will be served for Nabra and her family. We are praying that the sentencing of Mr. Torres will bring peace and closure to the family and friends of Nabra. And allow for them to heal with loving memories of a smiling and gracious young lady.
0: Hmm.
1: Nabra's death did spark widespread concerns over the safety of Muslim Americans yeah um her parents hold actually hold hardly believe that she was targeted because of her faith
0: oh because
1: i mean she was like wearing but it's like it's like a hijab yeah but i think there was a slightly different term for it oh, so she was wearing one yeah when
0: he saw that.
1: Ooh, okay i i'm pretty sure like
0: the other girls were too so it was very clear that they're Muslim. Yeah,
1: like it was very clear. But that just okay. kind of like started a whole panic, and that's why they they thought it was a hate crime because it was like you know because she was Muslim and she had mm-hmm. her job, and it just kind of like started like a whole panic Ugh. across the country, just kind of like we're being targeted type thing. Uh huh. Kind of reminded me of like ni- after 9-11. Oh. How they were all they were targeted. Oh yeah.
0: There was a jump in hate crimes. I remember I've seen like a graph of it.
1: hmm
0: Don't know where that graph was from, but I know I'm... it exists.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I mean it just kinda of started panic. I don't think there was actually any Okay. Like they were just afraid. Like, yeah, it was just kinda of like you know. Um scary. Yeah. But her dad really like kinda started that. He like wholeheartedly believes that she was targeted because she was Muslim.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, in an interview, he asked, "Why was he running behind kids wearing Islamic clothes with a baseball stick? Why was why when my daughter fell down, why did he hit her for what? I want to look him in the face and ask him why you kill my daughter. We don't do anything to him to anybody." I raise my kids to love everybody. Like, that's yeah,
0: that's a good question. Why the fuck was he chasing them? Why did he hit her? Why did he bring her back to his fucking yeah. car? <laughs>
1: it is very questionable. It is. I could see why, you know, you obviously think like, you, you would think that she was targeted. Yeah. Um. But yeah, actually, there was a lot of people that were like outraged and thought it was a hate crime and they were like um freaking mad at the police for like not investigating as a hate crime because yeah. to them it's clear, you know, like what do you mean it's not a hate crime and obviously it is. Mhm. And across across the country, um Muslim leaders started a goFundMe page to raise money for her family and Aww. they actually raised more than $20,000. Wow,
0: that's so nice.
1: Yeah. Um, on June twentieth, citizens of the Washington D.C. gathered at the city park to commemorate commemorate Nabra's death. Um, and I also read that many vigils actually kind of popped up around the world, which I thought that was like, uh, just I like seeing like solidarity.
0: Yeah, that's nice. That's
1: dope to see when they all come, like the whole world comes together.
0: Yeah, over a teenage girl.
1: Mm Hmm. I mean, it's sad. Tragic story, but like it's cool to see um but yeah, on june twenty first thousands attended a vigil to celebrate Nabra's life and mourn her death at the lake and village center in reston um I guess many strangers like showed up it's a part of the family That's and I read that like the leader of of the mosque um actually like shook hands with people and was like, You know, thank you so much for coming, oh. That's I mean, nice. that's like he said, like he was crying the whole time because he was like, it's nice to see everyone come together because they said it was a lot of like white people mm-hmm. and like other like religious people, like it wasn't just Muslims, like everyone came together. He said that there was like Christians, like Jews.
0: Oh, that's so, that's so nice.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's cool, that's dope. Um, yeah. Around five thousand people showed up. Holy shit. Yeah, they actually like caused a traffic jam because they were (laughs) how many people? At the preliminary hearing? Preliminary (laughs) At the preliminary? Preliminary.
0: (laughs) Liminary.
1: The (laughs) preliminary At the preliminary hearing in October 2017, supporters and friends of the victim staged a protest outside the courthouse. Friends and family honored Nabra's 18th birthday by taking a part in a charity event and giving back to others. Oh. In the courtroom, Nabra's mother actually threw a shoe at Darwin. <laughs> and her father, like, actually lunged at him and, like, shouted at him, like, you killed my daughter. Oh, an NBC news reported that like he showed no reaction. Like that's just, fucked up. He was just stone cold. But yeah, Darwin Martinez Torres ended up pleading guilty to rape and murder in November two thousand eighteen. A plea deal got him life in prison without parole, but took death penalty the death penalty off the table. Yeah. On March twenty eighth two thousand nineteen. He was sentenced to eight consecutive life terms. Holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot. Um, and because he was undocumented, ICE was like involved with his case. Yeah, and they had like probable cause to remove him from the U.S. to deport him, basically.
0: I don't see why it matters if he's already arrested.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and like I guess they just left him because they did know that they had like no priors. Like, um, what's it called? Like, encounters with him? Yeah. Like, yeah. There's not really any point. (laughs) I don't know if I believe it's a hate crime. Okay, I'm kind of stuck. Like, I could kind of see both sides. I could see how it's a hate crime because it's, like, this tragic thing happens. But then I also see how, like, this dude was just not all there and just... Must have gotten really pissed off and just like whoever he got, like I feel like it could have been. I feel like it would have happened regardless if they were Muslim or not. You know what I mean? I wish that we knew what the argument
0: was about because I feel like that would make a big difference
1: in what we think. That's you know? true. But I guess. But like, I mean, it probably. I feel like if it was a suspicious. white girl, like it probably still would have happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's true. Like, I feel like he just wasn't all there. Like, he wasn't a good person. You know what I mean?
0: And he was drunk as fuck. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe it was, like, anger turned into a
1: crime of opportunity type situation. That's kind of what I see it as. That's why I'm like, I don't know if it's a hate crime. But then again, maybe it was. We just... He didn't we'll say nothing. Yeah, we'll he, never like, know
0: like what he was thinking. Yeah. Ugh, creepy. I was not expecting that turn, Brandy. <laughs> I thought she was going to get hit by a car or something, and it got awful.
1: Yeah, actually, it was kind of hard to look up stories of road rage. I was thinking the same thing. I was going to ask, what did you look up to find this? I it, it took me a while to find this one. And I found I other looking. ones i actually found another one that was really interesting she mm-hmm. it was she actually murdered her husband but then she tried to like cover it up by saying like they were victims of a road rage
0: i read some of that one yeah i was that like one that one's oh, fucking it's crazy. wild we should save that for another time yeah. whenever the listeners forget about this
1: <laughs> maybe i'll cut it up <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean that was like the only other one i could find or i did find some there was a lot that were recent that were like still ongoing that mm-hmm. kept popping up, and I was like, okay, well, I can't
0: talk about this because it's still happening.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was actually really hard to find one. I was like, fuck, dude.
0: Yeah, I was having to look up a lot of shit. I was having to like look up like try to find a list of them and stuff. Yeah, I was just looking like weird incidents because a lot of them were just this year someone got shot. It was a they drove away, and I was like, it. And I was like, that's, yeah, not really so, enough that's to talk a drug about. <laughs> Yeah, I realized while researching that a lot of road rage incidents are just drive-bys.
1: I mean, we should do one like that, just a road rage drive-by.
0: Yeah, we
1: can. There's so fucking many of them. Yeah, there is. (laughs) But I mean, I almost didn't even uh, talk about her because I was like, it's it's pretty borderline between a hate crime. It's like up in the air what it really
0: was. But I mean... As far as officially, the police department are considering it more of a road rage
1: yeah. than hate crime. Yeah, to them, her death was because of a road rage incident.
0: Fucking nutty, though, if that was the case. Holy yeah, that's shit. That's f- wild, bro. That's scary. My man got anger
1: issues. I, clearly. <laughs> I mean, mine does, too. <laughs> I mean, either way, it was a very tragic story, and like it shouldn't have happened, you know?
0: Oh, definitely not. She's just a little kid. That's so sad. Mm -hmm. I'm going to look it up. So then I could feel sadder. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this week, I'm going to be talking about the murder of William Bo Kirk. He went by Bo. I don't know how to correctly pause that. (laughs) So Bo Kirk was born on April 29th, 1975, in San Diego. Oh, shoot. Two parents, William and Evelia. Hopefully I pronounced her name correctly. Was he Junior? Uh, I don't think he was. He actually had a very long name. I didn't write it all down. He had like two middle names. I was like, ooh. Yeah. Sheesh. His name Bo, which everyone in his life knew him as, actually came from his love of the character Bobo the Clown. One family member was quoted as saying, "One day he made the announcement, "My name is Bobo from now on. It just happened just like that. I don't even think most people knew that his real name. I don't even think most people knew what his real name actually is. Oh wow, yeah, well, I'm glad that he shortened it from Bobo to Bo. <laughs> so it's more normal
1: <laughs> Bobo
0: like this is my boyfriend Bobo." <laughs> <laughs> At some point, Bo moved to Idaho, where he graduated from Priest River Lamana High School in 1993. A little over a year after graduating, on August 20th, 1994, Bo married his wife Amanda Weber in Newport, Washington. Together, the couple went on to have one daughter and two sons, who described him as the ultimate family man. His son Brian, who was actually about to become a father himself when Bo was killed, said, My dad was a good man, and that is probably an understatement. He was liked by everyone and was always able to brighten up a room. In 2012, Bo graduated from Carrington College with a degree in radiologic technology and went on to work as an x-ray technician for hospitals in Post Falls, Idaho and Newport, Washington. It was super unclear to me when exactly he lived in Washington, but I guess he was there sometimes. (laughs) Bo liked to play golf, softball, and was a champion at cornhole. He was described as being a pure, bright, dedicated man who many thought was the most giving, selfless person you could ever meet. He was the kind of person that would give you the shirt off of his own back if he ever thought that you were in need of it. He was capable of making everyone in his life feel loved and special and would give most of his loved ones special nicknames that he made sure to never forget. He had a contagious smile and a trademark sense of humor, as well as an unconditional love for his family and those close to him. At the time of his death, Beau was living with his family in, I'm going to butcher this, Côte Daline, Idaho. I'm not good at French names. That sounds French. Cour Sure. God, what if it's not even French and I'm just trying to make it French right now? <laughs> On the afternoon of October 22nd, 2016, Beau had been talking to his wife about ice cream and texting his daughter about a haunted house with no idea that his life would be taken from him in just a matter of hours. Amanda Kirk had been expecting her husband to be home by 7.20, but as that time came and went, she began to grow concerned. This concern peaked when she looked at their bank account and noticed a withdrawal of nearly $1,000. At 9.21 p.m., she called 911 to express her concerns. In the call, she said, while crying, Hi, my husband is. He didn't get home from work today. He works at Northwest Specialty Hospital. Over two hours ago, I just looked at our account and there's withdrawals on our checking account that he would never do. I'm frantic. I don't know what to do. About 20 minutes after Amanda made this phone call, a car was found several miles away engulfed in flames. The truck was later confirmed to belong to Bo, although there was no sign of him inside of it. He was reported as missing, and family and friends desperately began to search for him. Around noon on October twenty fifth, 2016, the local sheriff's office made a public statement saying that a body had been found near the Hayden Creek in the, here we go again, Cua Deline, yep. yep, <laughs> uh, National Forest. <laughs> this same day, surveillance footage was released of a possible suspect in Bo's disappearance. The video shows an unknown man with a mask using Bo's card at a drive through ATM. The next day, October 26, it is confirmed that the body found the day before belonged to 41-year-old Beau Kirk. It had been found by a family friend who was actually following the advice of a psychic that told the family that Beau's Bo- that family was in a ravine near water. I thought that was actually kind of interesting. As Beau's missing person case was changed to a murder case, a second surveillance video was released, this time showing two suspects. I was actually unable to find these videos myself, but apparently they generated a lot of tips. The search for these suspects went on for two days until the night of October 28th when police announced that they had arrested two men related to the murder of Beaukirk Kirk. The first publicly confirmed suspect, 44-year-old David Hutto, was arrested and charged with the second-degree murder of Bo, charges which were later changed to first-degree robbery, first-degree kidnapping, and first-degree murder. David Hutto had a... Also, I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly, but he had a history of mental health issues, including a previous diagnosis of bipolar disorder and experiences of audio and visual hallucinations. He had even previously mentioned to doctors that he had a strong desire to hurt others. From 2005 onwards, David had had four stays at mental health facilities, although it wasn't clear in the articles I read if these were by his choice or if he was required to go by law enforcement. From 2009 to 2016, he had been receiving treatment at the Tropical Texas Behavioral Health Clinic in Texas, where he was diagnosed with major depressive disorder and anxiety, and he began to take medication to treat these mental illnesses. David decided to move to Idaho, and when he informed his doctors in Texas, they unfortunately did not make any effort to help him find a doctor to assist his treatment in this new state, so when he moved, he stopped taking his medicine. bro the second suspect's name was not initially released as he'd been arrested by federal agents on charges of unlawful possession of a firearm but eventually he was publicly confirmed as being justin booth the roommate of david i'm unsure exactly how old justin was at the time of the murder but i believe he was in his mid to late 30s according to one source justin had a criminal record including convictions for grand theft attempts to elude a peace officer burglary, and robbery. He had been released on parole back in 2013. Court documents later showed that Justin, who had a small engine repair business, had agreed to trade a customer two mopeds in return for a revolver, and this same revolver was eventually used to shoot Bo Kirk to death. With two suspects in custody, they began to tell the story about what had happened on the night of October 22nd. According to at least one article I've read, David and Justin have been driving around looking for homes to rob when a truck behind them, for whatever reason, flashed their lights at the two. Inside of the truck behind them was Bo Kirk, who had been on his way home to see his family after work. David and Justin became enraged at the driver for flashing his lights at them and began to follow him home. After Bo had turned into his driveway, the two abducted him at gunpoint and forced him back into his truck. The pair then split up with one driving Bo's car with him in it and the other driving Justin's truck. They drove the truck several miles away and pulled over to the side of the road near Hayden Creek in the (laughs) Caudaline National (laughs) Forest. God, I hate that I kept writing it. Their stories contradict one another on who actually pulled the trigger, but at this point, either Justin or David led Bo out of his truck before shooting him in the back. Once he was on the ground, they continued to shoot him until he died, and then they left his body on the side of the road. After murdering Bo, Justin and David returned to town and used Bo's debit card, which they had stolen, to withdraw around $900 from an ATM. Multiple security cameras caught the pair driving both Justin's car and the one that they had stolen from Bo. In one of these videos, David is seen wearing a black ski cap, black rubber gloves covered in wool fingerless gloves, and a black handkerchief over his face. Another video showed Justin filling a five-gallon can of gasoline at a gas station, and this can of gas was later used to set Bo's stolen car on fire not far from where they had killed him. The only difference in the two's confessions, like I said, was that they both claimed that the other one was the mastermind and the one who had killed Bo. Following a few months-long investigation, the case against David was finally brought to trial. On February 1st, 2017, David Hutto pled guilty to all charges in exchange to have the death penalty taken off the table, and he was sentenced to three consecutive terms of life in prison without the possibility of parole. The Kirk family had been eager to see one of the men responsible for Bo's death being sent to prison for life, with his son Brian saying, The two men are honestly a waste of space on earth. The men should never be allowed to walk the streets and cause the same amount of pain to another family. Wife Amanda also spoke, saying, I really hope justice will be served today. I hope this man never sees the light of day. After reading David's sentence of three life sentences, Amanda burst into tears. David's defense team themselves actually weren't trying to say that he was innocent, but rather they were questioning if the murder had really been David's idea at all. From their perspective, Justin was the mastermind behind the crime. The question why David had been charged with the more severe charges, meanwhile at the same time, Justin had only been charged with the unlawful possession of a firearm. They also used David's mental health issues to paint the image that he had not been in the correct state of mind during the murder of Bo. In April of 2017, just a few months later, Justin appeared in federal court on the unlawful possession charges. And I couldn't tell what exactly happened here, but basically the murder case obviously took priority and the federal authorities handed the case over to local police. So he did also end up facing the same charges. It just took a second. (laughs) A year later, on April 23rd, 2018, Justin Booth pled guilty to the first-degree murder and robbery at Bowkirk and was sentenced to at least 30 years in prison. In exchange for him pleading guilty, the extra charges of arson, kidnapping, and unlawful possession of a firearm were dropped. During the plea deal court hearing, the judge read the indictment against against Justin, which claimed that he was the one who pulled the trigger and murdered Bo. Interestingly, though, he actually entered an Alford plea, which basically means he wasn't admitting to committing any crimes, but he did admit that there was enough evidence to convict him. So like saying, I'm guilty, but not really.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I'm I don't guilty know because of
0: the evidence, but I didn't do it. But I didn't do it, and I'm like, you probably, you probably did it, though. <laughs> so, while relieved that they wouldn't have to endure a trial, the family of Bo Kirk were disappointed that Justin didn't receive as harsh a punishment as David. Bo's sister was quoted as saying, The sentence today wasn't what I was hoping for because I wanted a life without parole. I feel, along with many others, Booth deserved the same sentence, but unfortunately it didn't go in our favor. My only hope is after 30 years in prison, Booth is not granted parole. And you can bet if he ever comes up for parole, I will be there to do my best. He doesn't get it. But yeah, as of now, the two are still just in prison. Not living their best lives. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's good. I thought... Okay, because I... I thought it was interesting whenever I actually heard your story. Because I wasn't too, too surprised about the kidnapping part. Because I was like... Wait, that actually kind of is what happens in mine. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yours just had all the extra stuff, like the assaults and stuff that were different. But I was like, why do people get so mad that they're like, I'm going to kidnap and murder you? I'm like, bro. And mine is like, they flashed a light while driving? So fucking stupid. Anyway, don't be an aggressive driver, everyone. And don't flash your lights at anyone in case they're an aggressive driver and they're crazy. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I, so I, I'll I never honk at anyone or anything because I'm very scared of crazy people, you know? Yeah, I'm that's like, like the, the movie we were talking about. Oh, yeah, you still need to watch that. What's it called? Unhinged. Unhinged. I need to watch that shit. That shit is wild. Because you never know who you're honking at, who you're flipping off and stuff. And better be safe than sorry because people are fucking crazy. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my story was a little short, but we had so many personal stories that I think it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but did you have anything else Dad? Randall? Mm, no, don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. That's a good one. I like that. Solid <laughs> <Salt> advice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you, anyone would like to email us, maybe you have some crazy road rage stories. Wait, I actually have one real quick. I was in Old Town San Diego. I'd gone to dinner with old coworkers and I was driving alone because mental health issues. I like driving alone. And I was listening to music hella loud. So I didn't notice for a long time when I was like, kind of sounds like honking. And there was a car honking at me that was tailgating me so closely. I couldn't even see that they were there. Like I couldn't see their lights. And they followed me like that for like 20 miles honking at me, tailgating me. And then... I was finally able to like maneuver in a way that they got off at, they like had to exit somewhere that I didn't. And I still have no fucking idea what I did to this person to make them like stalk me for 20 miles. Damn. I like, I called my coworkers too who were in another car and they like saw them and I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to do right now. No idea. That was really scary. Not a good time. Would not recommend being in that situation. (laughs) But, yeah, uh, so if you have any stories like that, uh, feel yeah. free to email us at shit.pod at gmail.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are shit underscore pod, and our website is spookyshit-pod.com. Thank you for listening. Uh, we talked about a lot of personal stuff, so thank you for listening to that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll catch you all next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.